Hello, I'm David M. Green, and I play the character of Norman Vine on the unpopular Radio Adelaide satirical comedy show On the Yacht. This week I was shocked and saddened to hear of the sudden death of comedy writer and radio personality Richard Marsland. He was only 32. People knew him best for his work on Triple M's Get This with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. He was a very funny guy and a genuinely nice guy as well. About a year ago, I actually had the pleasure of interviewing him for a show I was doing at the time on this very radio station. And when I was in Melbourne about five months ago, he agreed to meet me in person. He ended up actually buying lunch for me and my girlfriend, and we just talked for about two hours. It was a really amazing experience. He's certainly been an inspiration for me and my comedy on the radio, and not just because I stole some of his ideas. I actually stole many of his ideas. <laughs> uh, and so myself and all of us here at On The Yacht would like to dedicate tonight's show to the memory of the late Richard Marsden, a tribute fitting to a comedy writer. Or at least, let's hope so. So please enjoy, as best you can, On The Yacht. just ticked over to Friday the 12th of December in the fine year of 2008. As always, I'm your good host, or at least I hope you think so, Adam. Joining me in the studio along, alongside my uh, usual piping hot jasmine tea is good friend and host Norman Vine. Hello Adam, pleasure to be here. As, auto, as it is always, Norman, uh, we were saddened that Dr. Kevin Goodall isn't here with us tonight. Uh, now why is that? I thought he was supposed to be here this week. Well, he's been held up in Auckland. Ah. A flight delayed and was unable to make it back in time. Well, lucky him, he gets to enjoy the long, long, long land of the long white cloud mm. for a couple of extra days. I recommended uh, that he take a yacht from Auckland to Sydney Harbour. Or maybe just yacht all the way back to Adelaide. That would have been nice, wouldn't it? Yes. If if the Polynesians could do it initially, I'm I'm Mm. sure Dr. Kevin, a worthy seaman, could do it too. Norman will also be joined later by In the Newsroom with News' Dr. Tim Ray. He's not a doctor, he's just a newsman. (laughs) Yes, a doctor of the news. A doctorate in journalism, perhaps? I don't know the we, man well enough. We can ask him that when he's on the show later. I'm looking forward to it. How was your week, Adam? My week? My week was fine. How about you, Norman? Well, what, actually, what did you do today? 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 Today is what I'm interested in. Hmm, what did I do today? Uh, well, uh, I, uh, I, I went on uh, down to my local antique shop. Mm-hmm. I purchased... Mm-hmm. What's the name of that antique store? Ray's Antique Shop. Ray's, I, yes. I, I think I've been there once. Perhaps, maybe it was 1996. That in that in that mid 90s era, I was very into antiques. Uh, 
Mm. It was I, I collected many, particularly armoires. Yes. And all sorts of cabinets and credenzas. Yes, those too. Those those are a bit expensive. Can't normally. get enough credenzas. Mm. Man can never have enough mm. credenzas, Adam. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I've got about five. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, if it all hold up in the in the garage, I don't have enough space in my living room to keep five credenzas as well as a cupboard. Yes, Ray and I we go way back. Yeah. Uh, I suppose he does you a special deal, does he? Well. Yeah, go on. No, well, go on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I am a regular customer. Yeah. I, uh, I, I just just this week, just today, I bought today? a uh, uh, very very rare Fabergé wind chime. Mm, mm. That sounds interesting. Yes. Now you wouldn't think Fabergé made wind chimes. No, see, I... see he didn't. Mm? This is custom made, beautiful square of stained oak mm, with oak, string. Oak is a good wood. Good wood. I'm not sure if it's hard or soft, but it is a good wood. Good. Not found at Goodwood. Or maybe it is, I don't know. It's certainly not where this one came from. And suspended from this wood are several lengths of string, and on the string are original 19th century Fabergé eggs, and it acts in the way a wind chime would be expected to act, mm. by moving around in the wind. How would you describe the noise? Is it smooth? Is it oh, tinny? Not tinny, I hope. It, it, is, it is actually... Kind of clanky. I mean, the, these, uh, I don't know, precious stones on a wind chime, mm. they don't, the harmonics aren't that great. They're mostly for show. That could be very frustrating for a, a man trying to sleep or, you know, just have a snooze in the backyard, mm. read the newspaper. Does it annoy you oh, a bit? Oh, yes, uh, especially with this weather. Uh, even mm. though I only purchased it today, I tried Windy to take weather. a nap. The what? Windy weather. Oh, yes. Yes, you see, a wind... Plus wind chime equals chime. That's that's how the mm. equation works. Is that you in the newsroom, Tim? I don't know. No, no, I think we're getting a bit of feedback here from the microphones. We'll have our producers in the next room have a bit of a look at that. Very good. Norman. Uh, yes, Adam. Let me tell you about my day. Oh, pl please do, please do. I went down to the prestigious... Adelaide University. Ah, yes, the third mm. oldest in the land. Is that so? Yes. No, I never attended university as a lad. Oh, no? Uh, no, I, after school, after I finished school, I, I joined the Naval Academy. Ah, of course, of uh, course. A lot more discipline was was had yeah. in in that particular school. Especially back in uh, those those no-nonsense no days. Well, I won't tell you the specific year, but it was very... In uh, 19... Uh, <coughs> oh, yes. Seven. You might be onto something there, Norman. <laughs> but let me tell you the reason that I went down to the Adelaide University. I was taking my beautiful niece in to hire a gown for graduation. Oh, well, congratulations. Mm, yes, I'm very proud. What's the young lady's name? Rose. Ah, uh, what a flower. I'm sure she's lovely. She is the apple of her uncle's eye, Norman. What did she graduate in? Accounting. Accounting. Oh, well, we will always need accountants, especially in these, mm. uh, these dark financial how many, times. How many accountants do you employ, Norman? Oh, several. I've lost count. Several, several. Yes, do you I, I need them. Maybe I could uh, drop in Rose's resume with you. She's yet to find employ. Well, you can never have too many accountants. Yes. I, I'd be all too happy to, well, I'm not going to say I'll hire her, but I'll certainly look at her resume. You're, you will uh, go through 
the regular procedures because I don't want any shortcuts. I, if there's one thing I've tried to teach dear Rose is that there is no such thing as a free lunch. No. And she will find employ on her own merits. Yeah, well, that's a very good, uh, very good lesson to, to install in uh, such a, a young mind. Mm. Good, mm. good young, on, good young kids these days, do they, do they really have the discipline? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what these young people are on about. I, mm. I just don't get it. But mm. it's it, it's excellent to see that your young Rose mm. has uh, blossomed into a uh, fully competent accountant. chartered accountant. Yes. Yes. Yeah, but I wanted to I wanted to mention that sixty dollars is is a lot to hire a gown for. Really? I mean, maybe. What would you expect? Maybe she's fudged the numbers and tried to get a few extra dollars out of her uncle. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, but, uh, $60. 60 60 Does that include the mortarboard? Include mortarboard included. Well, that's all right, then. Yeah. They, they can be expensive, can they? You, know, you get a whole day out of that. You don't just wear it for the ceremony. You can you can go to a restaurant in it. You do all sorts of things. Mm, mm. Well, maybe I'll, I'll check that out. Oh, we're being played out. You're on the yacht here on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM. Oh, yeah. There's nothing like that first puff in the morning. But it seems these days every flannel-covered man and his dog smoke cigarettes. If you really want to impress and intimidate, choose from Vine and Hedge's exclusive range of fine cigars. Only the finest tobacco and addictive chemicals rolled on the thighs of Guatemalan goddesses working in sweatshop conditions. Oh, yeah. Vine and Hedge's for the smoking man. I'm Norman Vine and I endorse this event or product. Relax. When conventional money-driven medicine fails, put your faith in the plentiful alternatives provided by Mother Nature, like text massage. Text massage. The all-new massage therapy offered by Adelaide Holistics Incorporated. Text massage, text massage channels positive energy through the strategic placement of leather-bound books on key spinal pressure points. Let the words do the work with text massage. Text massage. Text massage. Text massage. Just one of the many natural alternatives available at Adelaide Holistics. Only $9.95 per minute. Text massage is copyright Adelaide Holistics Incorporated. All rights reserved. You're on the yacht on 101.5 FM Radio Adelaide. And now more from On the Yacht. You're listening to On The Yacht, Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM, with me, your host, Adam. Also in the studio is Norman Vine. Hello, Norman. Yes, hello, Adam. Uh, in the studio today, we've got a special guest. He is an expert in natural medicines, uh, believe it or not, Norman. Are you... Have you ever consulted a natural uh, medicinal practitioner before? Uh, well, I, I've been to a real doctor, if that's what you mm. mean. Well, no, this is not what we're talking about. We've... In the studio, please welcome Mr. Kendall Sonny. Mmm. Hello, Kendall. Uh, tell us a bit about yourself. Um, well, my name's Kendall Sonny. I am, as you say, a naturopath. And, and Norman, Norman, I have to say, you've, you've never been to a naturopath. Uh, no, I can't say that I have, Sonny. Oh, you poor boy. 
You poor boy. Well, what uh, what does a naturopath have that a, a genuine, accredited medical practitioner would not? Oh, Norman, don't you know that the, the pharmaceutical industry is, is drug pushers? That's all they are. I am offering you natural solutions as as nature intended. What do you say to the criticism that pharmaceuticals are natural and made from naturally occurring uh, plants and, and drugs? Animals? There's nothing natural about the modern drug industry, Adam. Nothing natural about cooking up drugs in a big vat, pressing them into pills and pushing them to schoolchildren, prescriptions and what have you. So you think that our society is a bit over-medicated? We are hooked, hooked, Adam, on drugs, plain and simple. But what I'm here to talk about tonight is the natural alternative as nature intended. Well, I have a question for you, Sonny. Um, mm. I'll give you a hypothetical uh, example, uh, hypothetical situation. What would you suggest uh, for a gentleman of about, say, my age who has... Uh, uh, Joint soreness, say, like a sore, sore knees and, and back, that sort of thing. Hmm. Oh, Norman, do do you experience joint pain? Not, well, sometimes, but I'm just giving you a hypothetical here. Hmm. So, is the pain localised to the joints, or does it does it spread to the rest of your body? Well, some sometimes. Uh, sometimes it spreads. Sometimes I, I, it I spreads. Would, I, would, I would think. Mm, for this yes. for this situation, and does it uh, does it occur in a in a seasonal sense? Like, does is it worse during the cold weather, perhaps, or when it's warmer? Do you feel the pain? It's just a constant aching, let's say. Mm. And is it particular times of the day? Maybe it's worse when you get up or when you go to bed. Of oh, getting in and out of the chair. The chair. Well, you know the the chair, the the car, the. Anywhere where, sorry, anywhere where I, I would have to, well, this man would have to, you know, stand up fighting the force of gravity. Now, let me just interject mm. here. Uh, Kendall, so we've got an example here. We've got yes. a, uh, a man with joint soreness. What treatment would you prescribe to a man in this situation? Well, I have to say it's, it's one of the most common ones that people come mm -hmm. to me with. They mm -hmm. say that they have the sore joints. Um... Usually you'll find it's in the colder weather, but sometimes it's constant, like our poor little duck Norman here. Oh, um, hold on. He, Norman this did is not... a, no, a hypothetical, I'm just yeah. saying. Mm. Just using myself as an example for yes. others who might suffer from well, such Norman, an affliction. Here's, here's what I'd recommend, and this is what I recommend when people come into me with this problem, yes, such please, as yourself. Please. Generally, I would say try chewing some valerian root. About two to three times a day. What, Drink it with some tea. What exactly is a valerian root? It's naturally occurring. It's from nature. It's as nature intended. And it's just a root. That's all it is. But it has certain therapeutic properties that when you chew it, say two to three times a day, after maybe two to three months, I think you'll really start to notice a difference in the pain. Now, sorry, what did you say again? The mm -hmm. the uh, the medicine? Medicine? I, I don't believe no, no. in medicine. Uh, the natural I, medicine. I, what, yes. what, what was it what you prescribed, uh, our, our example? Mr. Prescribed? I, I don't use prescriptions. It's all natural, Adam. It's a root. 
It's in nature. Yes. Yeah. It's, well, it's, well, where do you get this Valium from? Valerium. Valerium. Sorry. Um, Valerium. You can get it from me at my at my shop in Norwood. I see. And where do you get it from? You grow it in your backyard. Oh, I I couldn't reveal these things. That's part of the trade secret, Norman. You of all people know how these things work. <laughs> I've. What's that supposed to mean? You're on the yacht on Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM. I've read that uh, valerium root was, well, I won't say medicine because you wouldn't agree with that, but a treatment used Mm. by the ancient Persians. Mm. Is that correct? Is that where... I'm sure. Is is this the foundation of your field? Treatments used by the ancient societies who, in, in many ways, were much smarter than us and were able to cure disease and Mm. problems using only natural techniques. I think you'll find that it has been the same cornerstone of natural remedies that have been used across all societies. But you'll find that in this day and age that the the pharmaceutical companies are trying to suppress this this information, which it's not hidden information. It's in you and me. It's in all of us. It's in nature. But we've just lost touch with these natural roots of healing. And it's just a matter of trying to re-engage with this culture of really just stimulating the properties for healing within your own body. So, uh, Kendall, what you're mm-hmm. trying to say here is that natural therapy mm-hmm. is, is open. It's for everyone. There's no secrets or anything like oh, that. No. There's no conspiracies. Oh, no. So, in the spirit of all that is natural, mm-hmm. where do you get this root from? Oh, Norman, why do you want to know where the root comes from? I told I, you, it comes from nature. I think we all know what Norman's uh, getting at here. He's a man of business, and mm. uh, he's probably looking to uh, well to see if there's any opportunity for him personally here. Oh, but, Norman. Well, that's my right. Has, well, it is a free market. Uh, has that pain in your joints gone to your brain, Norman? It's not my problem. I was using it as an example. Can you poor little duck, Norman. Kendall, Kendall... I mean, you're obviously a very busy man. Oh, yes. For our listeners at home, if they were, if they just wanted some information, mm-hmm. could they go on to internet? They can and... log on to my website. I have a mailing list. If you just type Kendall Sunny Roots into any search engine, it could be the Yahoo, it could be the dog pile, yes. or the hot pot. My, my grandson showed me Alta Vista. Uh, I don't know that one. Yes, I think it might be the new big thing. I mean, I, I can't follow That's these myself. Windows Alta Vista, I think. Yeah. Yes, came out last year. Uh, boot sequence, oh. I, I don't know. So on your website, yes. our listeners will find uh, a variety of solutions oh, yes. for their ailments. I have a blog. Blog. I have the mailing what? Sorry, list. Sorry, what is a blog? It, it, every time I have a, a new thought, I can jump on this this wonderful device that they call the computer, and I can just type it out for anyone to read. It is, it is spectacular. The the way this technology is is a portal, really, to this natural world. What do you say to the fact that a computer mm. is not natural? I mean, mm. I I haven't seen a computer tree. Have mm. you, Norman? Uh, I've seen I've seen an apple. Well, yes, I suppose. Suppose so, you're uh, you're onto something there. But what what is natural about this world we live in, though, Adam? Really, I mean. Well, you've just said your medicines are. Yes, but that's that's what I was talking about. We need to use these tools as a way to get 
back to this kind of primal life force. And if if I can use this internet or this Alta Vista, as you say, to help people reconnect with with the the true source of nature, then there there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Well, to to all our folks out there listening, I mean. You've heard what the man has to say, mm. and if you agree, and if you want to find out what he thinks, uh, why not call in on A three O three five thousand, and there's a chance that you'll be put through to talk to uh, Kendall. So if you've got a particular problem, like a Norman's joint soreness, then <coughs> call in. A three O three five thousand is the number again. You're listening to Radio Adelaide on one o one point five FM. We'll be right back after these messages. Come try the fantastic selection of the finest cheeses from the Middle East and surrounding lowlands. Cheeses of Nazareth offers a wide variety of cheeses from the Holy Land. They're all here. Syrian, Balladi, Jermied, Shanklish. Cheeses of Nazareth has them all. The only holy cheese you won't find at Cheeses of Nazareth is Swiss. Cheeses of Nazareth. Put some cheese on that Eucharist. Amen to that. Look for the mobile stall in Heimarsh Square. On the yacht on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM. Good morning. The time is 12:30 and it's 13 degrees. Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM on the yacht. 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 Welcome back on the yacht on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM. It's me, Adam, of course, with naturopath. Kendall Sonny. Hello, Kendall again. Hello, Adam. Well, here's what we're going to do. We are going to take some callers. Mm. They will call in. Mm-hmm. They will ask... They, they, they might have any problem. Mm-hmm. And you will explain to them how they might fix their problem with uh, your, your own unique brand of uh, natural medicine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our first caller on the air is James from Parafield. Hello, James. You're on the air. Hello, Adam. James, what's your problem? What would you like to ask Kendall? Well, um, it's a little embarrassing. Uh, I have um, these things on my feet. Feet? Yes. What are they? Explain um, it to Kendall. Just this, I mean, do you have knowledge of podiatry? I mean, is this in your area of expertise? Uh, are you asking Adam or are you asking me, James? Well, I certainly don't have any expertise. Well, which, which one of you is the, the doctor? Uh, the he's not a doctor, but he's Kendall's sonny. He's naturopath. Uh, James, if you want, why don't you just explain to him what is wrong with your feet and he will give you an answer. Okay. Well, um, several weeks ago I went to a holiday, went for on a holiday to uh, Southeast Asia and... The travel agent told me to bring uh, thongs to wear in the shower, and I thought that was a silly idea. I'm not going to wear shoes in the shower. Who does that? Um, so I, I refused. And then a few days after I got back, I noticed these strange bubble-like things on my on my toes, and uh, I'm I've, I've tried I've tried. Uh, um, well, I haven't really tried anything. I, I've been I've been too afraid to go to a go to a doctor in real 
real life, I was wondering, would you, would you have any idea what it is or what I should do? Please. Mm, yes, I've heard about this happening, James, and it, it does sound like a very unpleasant condition. But here is what I recommend that you try. Often you'll find that these kinds of lesions that appear on the feet are actually stress-related, because I'm guessing you have quite a hectic lifestyle there, James, as a lot of people do in this day and age. And really, what I can recommend you try is just have a nice, long, hot bath. Uh, if, you, if you crush up some lemon peel into the water, it, it can really help to soothe the, the tension which can gather in your feet and that that is what is manifesting in the form of these painful lesions and and so that's really what I'd recommend try in the morning and also in the evening having this bath with with the ground lemon peel and I think in about two weeks time you'll really start to notice a real difference well I, I must say it's, it's probably not stress because I'm actually a self-funded retiree there's not not much not many things that are stressful that's happening in my life. But uh, you know, you mentioned lemons there. I, I I eat lemons almost every day. We have a lemon tree in the front yard. It's it's part of my daily routine to eat a lemon. He did say peel. Have you mm. have you been eating the peels as well? Oh no, not really. No. And it's it's very important. I'm I'm not talking about eating the lemons, Adam. I'm talking mm. about grinding the peel and then sprinkling it into a hot bath. It's very different. Mm. James? Y yes, I'm James. Uh, so have you tried this? Or do you think you'll be willing to give this a try? Oh, I don't know. I guess. Well, how, tell, how about this? We, we'll end the call right now, and you try this tonight, and tomorrow night you'll ring us back and give us a, give us a buzz... And you'll tell us how, how the treatment's working. How does that sound, James? Uh, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, I can, I can do that. Okay, thank you very much for your call, James. Thank that you. was James from Parafield. Uh, it's interesting, Kendall. I mean, I uh, have a lemon tree in my backyard. Mm. It's quite a soothing uh, fruit. It has a lot of good properties, doesn't it? Even just to look at, I find the mm. aesthetic of the lemon, it's a very pleasingly shaped fruit. And yes. It, and it can be quite calming just just to behold such an item. You know, my mother used to have a trick when, when we had sore knees. Mm. We, would, we would place the lemon in the underside of the knee and then contract the knee backwards. And the weight, would, it would give way and really provide a muscle relaxant to the strains around the knee. And I mean, as a boy... Often your knees would get grazed and sore from sliding around in the, grata, the grass and the mud. Uh, would, have you come across this in your studies? I've, I've heard about such a thing, and I think I can see how that would soothe, say, the, the patella and the surrounding ligaments, mm. because the, the properties of a lemon, it's not an entirely hard fruit. It does have some, uh, some give in it, and that... I think there may be a, a profound kind of even quasi-spiritual uh, uh, relationship between the geometry of the knee and the, mm. the consistency of this fruit. Mm, it's it's yes. interesting. Well, uh, old wives' tales, I suppose, uh, mm. are a good uh, oral history mm. of some of the natural techniques that we've used in the past. Mm. Would you agree with that, Kendall? Oh, undoubtedly. You're on the yacht on Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM.
All right, Kendall, we've got uh, another caller on the line. We've got Jasper from Huntfield Heights. You're on the air, Jasper. Yes, hello, Adam. I'm not a big fan. Uh, mm-hmm. I was wondering, I've uh, just noticed this uh, rash on my chest, and uh, I wasn't quite sure what it was. I was wondering if perhaps uh, Mr. Sonny could help me out, perhaps diagnose. Uh, sure, sure. So, Jasper, perhaps you'd like to describe the... Uh, well, what what the rash is like? Well, is that what Kenny wants me to do? Yes. Yes. Just just tell me what what color is this rash? Well, if I had to describe it, I I would say that it's more like a, a purple color, and it's like welts. Are there any other symptoms that have accompanied this rash, Jasper? Anything else, Jasper? No loud noises. No loud noises. Okay, um, I have heard of um, this happening, and it, it seems like it's a 24-hour a kind of bug. Really, all you need to do, Jasper, is just get some rest, wait about 24 to 48 hours, and I think after that, you will feel right as rain. You don't think perhaps I should go to the hospital or something like that? Oh, no, no, no. As I said, I've seen this many times. And really, all you need is a, a good night's rest and you'll feel much better, Jasper. Perhaps, Kendall, uh, are there any natural alternatives uh, to, you know, if he's got a cough there, but that he might take just to soothe that a bit to ease his pain? I, I must say, I, I have been having some trouble sleeping the last couple of nights. I feel quite just just drink a nice big cup of tea and head straight off to bed any particular blend i actually have my own personal blend the uh kendall sunny special which you can pick up from my studios at norwood and it is a sensational blend i must say that will will put you straight into the arms of morpheus as they say does that sound good uh, jasper uh are you are there any other questions you might like to ask? Because that uh, that sounds like sound advice to me. I mean, wait, if 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 it does clear, you you know, in the next twenty four to forty eight hours, you should be f- you should be fine. And if it doesn't, then maybe you can try something else. Is it is it okay if I drink coffee instead of tea? Don't drink coffee. It is it is unnecessary. The tea the tea will soothe you. And send you straight to sleep. I I promise you, Jasper. What if I just have some hot water? That that would just be silly. There are no no healing properties in hot water. Back to the coffee point, Kendall. Mm. Is is caffeine bad? I've heard some bad things about caffeine. Oh yes, it irritates the bladder. The bladder. Mm. Do you have any bladder problems, Jasper? Um. Yeah. Well, perhaps, Jasper, you'd like to describe this, uh, what, what bladder problems in particular? Um, well, it is a little bit embarrassing for me. We're all friends here, Jasper. Uh, okay, um, well, it, it's not a very steady stream. 
if you know what I mean. Well, I think we do know what you, we do know what you mean there, Jasper. Uh, Kendall, is there anything perhaps you would you would say for for an irregular stream? Well, well, again, Adam, really, if you drink enough of the tea, if you drink enough, I think you'll really find that there will be no problem with the stream, because it has to come out one way or the other. I see. Well, Jasper, it's been great to talk to you. Uh, any final thoughts? Um, no. I'll be by tomorrow to um, Kendall's office to pick up the tea. I will see you then, Jasper. I can't wait. All right. Thank you very much, Jasper. That was Jasper from Huntfield Heights. Uh, what, a, what a lovely man. Yes, he will. I mean, uh, hopefully he'll be all better within a couple of days once he visits you at, at your store tomorrow, Kendall. Oh, we'll sort him right out. Yes. All right. It's, well, uh, from all of us here, it's been great having you. Uh, you got a good uh, weekend planned? Yes, I'm going to be meditating. Ah, Zen. Yes, I've... I've practiced it myself a few days, and let me tell you, in my youth, I flirted with the Buddha. I think we all have flirted with the Buddha at one mm. point or other in our yes. lives, Adam. Very relaxing, and uh, I must say it's been relaxing to have you here, so thank you very much, Kendall. It's been lovely to be here, Adam. Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM, on the yacht. Hello, my name is Gerald O'Leary, and I'm the sole proprietor of Gerald O'Leary's Fine Flag Emporium. Whether you be a patriot like me and you want to show it to the world, there'd be no better way than by waving your national flag. Or better yet, by burning all the other national flags. Burn them! Burn them all! But buy them from me first! We've got all the flags in the world! And not just the national flags, we've got the maritime ones too! Plus, design your own fine flag with our fine custom flag-making machine! Put your face on a flag and give it to your sweetheart! There'd be no greater gift in the world than the gift of a fine flag! <laughs> 38 O'Connell Street, North Adelaide. This is a public service announcement from the Department of Homeland Morality. There's a new trend sweeping the outskirts of the world's major cities and Australia is not immune. High-flying executives, drunk on their own sense of power and often alcohol as well, are shunning conventional massage and organised sports as a means of releasing sexual tension and are instead turning towards our nation's homeless population. Beware of these hobosexuals, especially if you don't have a home to disguise yourself with. Over the next few weeks, the Department of Homeland Morality will be distributing tents and camouflage vests at the taxpayer's expense to the nation's major cities. Disheveled students and young people who don't wear shoes are particularly at risk. When out of your home and in the presence of people in suits, please hide. It's best for everyone. Or at least have a shower or something. Authorised by the Department of Homeland Morality. Camera. Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM. This is Tim Ray speaking. Mmm, that is Radio Adelaide. The sounds of Radio Adelaide. I sure hope you don't get seasick. Because for the next 15 minutes at least you will be on the yacht. With me, Adam. Also joining me in the studio again is Norman Fine. Adam, always a pleasure to be here. Norman, Still. I, I love having you here. I, I, I love being here. I adore you. Well, don't go that far. You really are 
such a great contributor to this show. Uh, and, it, you know, this is, this is no special occasion. I just really wanted to let you know that I appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much, Adam. I'm somewhat feeling the same about you, too. On a completely unrelated topic, Norman, do you play the lottery? Oh, no. Only idiots play the lottery. I don't gamble at all. No? no. Although I do own a casino. Not a, a flutter oh, on the pokies? No, no, no. Not for me. Oh. Those things are rigged. Rigged, you Yes, I, I know for a fact. Well, that's interesting. Do you want to divulge any information here for the listener? No? Oh, it's, it's computers. It's very complicated. Computers. I don't no. understand it myself. No, I don't either. They don't even have one arm. You know, these one-armed bandits. They don't mm. have the arm anymore. No arms. Oh, just, just... No armed bandits. Just buttons, apparently. They rob you with no arms. Yes, when Imagine you go... Imagine that. When you go down to the local hotel... There's just an array of lights, blinding and... Uh, yeah, pretty, aren't they? Yeah, they're kind of tempting sometimes. Makes you want to play them. Not me, though. Not my thing. Do you own shares in Aristocrat? Aristocrat? I don't know what that is. Mm, playing it coy, Norman. Playing it coy. Let me, tell, let me tell you what I do like to play. What do you like to play? The cross-lotter. Cross-lotter? Yes, yes. I like to... I like to just, you know, five numbers, write them down. Maybe maybe there's more. There's maybe seven these days, is there? Oh, I don't know. I don't play them. I just put down the five numbers of my cat's birthdays. We interrupt this program to bring you this breaking news story. High tide is set to sweep across Adelaide's shoreline at seven minutes past six this morning. Local fishermen suggest casting a line off Grange or Brighton Jetty around this time, with good chances of catching Snook, Tommy Ruff and King George Whiting. Back to you in the studio. <laughs> oh, Norman, you can't say it. You were, well, you would not get away repeating that on the radio. Oh, sorry, I, I apologise. Uh, I, I sorry. Well, got away from me there. My my personal views are strong. Yeah, we've just had we've just had a report that some breaking news has just come through. Not really. Uh, Tim Ray in the newsroom. Let's let's hear from him. Well, what, Tim, do you have any more anything more to report? Well, it is a madhouse in here at the moment. Mm. I have got fish coming in everywhere, and uh, there are sketchy reports coming in now. Uh, some reporting that there have been some reports of trumpeters, also at the aforementioned jetties. Trumpeters? Mm, do, you, do you eat trumpeters, Tim? I, I usually use them for bait. Bait? Yeah, they're, they're good bait fish. So the, so the fish eat them. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm very confused. Fish, are you talking about micro fish? You're in the newsroom, aren't you? This is some sort of icarval thing. Yes, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Icarval fish. Okay. What is your favourite fish, Tim? My favourite fish would would have to be the snook, I would snook. say. Mm. Yes, I'm mm. a snook fan. I like snooker. Mm. That's, that's a, what I like. That's a game, isn't it? Do you gamble on the snooker? No, just play it for fun. Well, now that we've got you here, Tim, uh, it would be a shame to lose you. I, I can't stay too long. I, I do have lots of work to do in here, but... Yes, well... well We'll pay the boss overtime to have to keep you here, then. Well, let let it not go on the record that I did not do everything that I could to keep Tim Ray from the newsroom in the studio, because we do get a lot of fan mail saying we want more Tim Ray, and 
we we have to oblige. We are in debt to our listeners. He's like our own Michael Smith, Adam. Who's that? I believe he's a newsreader. Mm. Much beloved. Yeah, okay. I, well, met, that, I met him once. That, Very nice. Okay. Very I've nice also guy. met him. Well, I assumed you met him. You're in the in the biz. Yes, so I say. I meet all of the top yeah. flyers in the biz. Yes, you, I, I imagine mm. you newsreaders gather around once a month and you know, read the news. <laughs> like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> Interest, interesting stuff. What a world. Uh, so let's, let's also, Tim, let's get your opinion on the lottery or gambling. Uh, you, you were talking about thoroughbreds before. Mm-hmm. Thoroughbreds. You a thoroughbred man? I I do. Oh, he, li- like, he likes his thoroughbreds. I, I do. I do like a good thoroughbred. I do, uh, mm-hmm. but not too often. No, no. No. It it does get quite overwhelming sometimes. So I I, I do uh, use them sparingly. Mm. 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 But you don't want to be spoiled. No. 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 Do that, you do you own a horse? Uh, partly. Partly with which with part? <laughs> um, the left hind leg. Well, that's mm. that's the one you want. Oh, it's yes. the driving leg. Yeah, if that one goes, the whole horse has oh, to be put down. Yes, I've seen that happen twice. So not not very good. No. Gets the, put down twice. The left leg is the jockey's favourite. I uh, I hear. Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM. This is Tim Ray speaking. Mmm, yes, here on the yacht yet again. Ah, it's it's been such a lovely night. It's it's a shame that we have to stop broadcasting sometimes. Uh, But fortunately, we still have a bit more time to discuss the latest things in the world, all the the most important events, uh, current affairs... Anything that uh, that really is... How about that rain, Adam? Rain? Rain. Mm. Rained again today. I uh, Actually, I caught a bit of trouble on Brighton Road. Mm. I don't know if you realise this, but they've uh, recently done some, some renovations at, at high time, because that road was appalling. And uh, driving at night in the wet, a little confusing because you get that reflection... From the street lamps on the surface of the road. The glare. Yes, and it's even worse because they haven't actually painted the new lines yet. And see, here I was, I was thinking that finally the council had taken heed of my letter that I wrote to them a few months back, requesting wider lanes, because as you know, I drive a Humvee. Needless to say, uh, there was a bit of an altercation. I can't go into it further. My lawyer has suggested that I don't talk about this. I probably shouldn't have even said that. <laughs> So let's talk about something different. Well, uh, the rain, I don't want to keep talking about the rain, actually. Uh, Good in, for the farmers. In my back garden, it's it's humble, but there it is sloping, and there's a real uh, pool effect huh. in the backyard. Uh, maybe a, a dam, if you will. Yes, the water dams up and creates a, a pool of perhaps... A foot, a foot deep. I don't know what that is in metric. I don't know. Mm, maybe no. Tim, Tim Ray, do you know? Approximately thirty-three centimeters. Thirty-three centimeters. That's okay. why he's in the newsroom. Yeah, he's got, he knows these things off the top of his head. He's the that human good. calculator. And anyway, I I was thinking, you know, I saw some some kitties in the yard next door, 
just paddling around and splashing each other in the puddles that were forming in the back garden. And it got me thinking, do kids these days still take swimming lessons? Oh, yeah, I think they do. I see them at my holiday house down at the beach. At the beach, okay. Yes. I was thinking more of the, the swimming pool lessons. Well, I assume so. The, those pools are everywhere, yeah, especially yeah. in those outback towns. when you Where there is no beach. Yes. Mm, it, it, be and very impractical to swim at the beach if you lived in the outback. It would be a long drive, wouldn't it? Mm. Mm. Impractical, Adam. But it is, it is just so important that the kids learn to swim. Of course, you're a man of the sea. Yes. If you were to go out, oh, I don't know, yachting, and you were to capsize, what would happen if you did not know the art of swimming? Well, it'd have to be rescued by someone who does. What, the, what, it takes minutes for rescue boats to come, mm. for, for lifeguards, for a, uh, any sort of help. You need to at least know how to tread water, and in a really extreme case, you might need to swim 200 kilometres. Well, that's, a, that's quite a long way, but uh, you never know when you're going to need to do that. Well, let me tell you, that was my final exam as a young boy. Uh, really? 200 kilometres. Wow, was, it, was that between... Was that just in open, open sea, or was it between two islands? Or uh, it, perhaps the, the North and South Island of uh, New Zealand? I don't know quite how far apart they are. No, but. it was just the length of the local swimming pool. Really? Well, it wasn't 200 kilometres long. What did you do? You doubled is, back like sorry, a thousand is, times. Is 200 kilometres a lot? Or a, I, We're going back to this. I can't get my, oh. I can't get my conversions right. Tim Ray, is, is 200 kilometres a reasonable distance? What is that in, uh, in fathoms? How many miles? No, sorry, I mean, it wouldn't be a mile. It would be maybe yeah, no, a few yards, perhaps? I believe 200 kilometres is about 631 nautical miles. So it was a fair distance, let's, mm. let's say. Yeah. And uh, kids these days, though, I mean, the, the, they, can't, kids, yeah. they can't be learning how to swim as well as I did. Um, it helped me develop upper body strength. Uh, you know, I was a, I was a, I was a skinny lad. Uh, up until the age of 15, you know, yes. it, it took me a while to fill out, but swimming helped. Swimming was, ah, oh, it was, it was great. It was great fun, and it developed my love for the ocean, mm. which would come back to uh, delight me in later life. Oh, I'm sure it would, I'm sure it would. Not me, though, I don't, don't much care for the water. Mm. Tim, do you know how these kiddies' swimming lessons are like? Do you know? Do you know what what goes on? You look like a man who hangs around at the local pool. Yes, I was once, uh, but I, I I was I was told they asked uh, you to leave. Yes, <laughs> several times. Well, you know, you you can only keep going into that little pool for so long, Tim. Mm, mm, mm. But I, I'm not. I haven't been um, swimming for quite some time, actually. I'm. I am due for a refresher. Mm, yeah, mm. I I recommend it. Maybe you and I could go for a swim, and you know, if you chuck on your speedos, and we'll we'll head down to Grange. And you know, you, you know, why not? I would like to go as well. I haven't mm. been to the beach in so many years, although as long as the rain stops, I'm not swimming in the rain. Yes, yes. T tomorrow, perhaps we shall all get together 
if Dr. Kevin Goodall is here, is back. Weather, we, weather permitting. We'll invite him. Well, if, if weather, weather permitting for you, Norman, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll go anyway. But I, re- I just want to know, leave on this final message that I really hope that the kids are getting a proper education in, in, in the swimming. Because the way of the world seems to be that everything's made easier. My swimming lessons involved, well, the, the instructor holding me underwater for a good 30 seconds. And if we didn't cough up a lung, then we passed the test. Now those were the days. Yeah. It taught you how to be tough. Norman. Hmm. Do you agree? Well, that that was one of the reasons why mm. I don't go to the beach. I had a, quite, mm. quite a traumatic experience at the age of seven. Tim, Tim, your thoughts? Final thoughts for the show? We're wrapping up here. Uh, these these fish reports just keep coming in, so I'm just going to have to okay. keep working on it. I'm sorry. You'll keep us warm throughout the night. Norman? Why not subscribe to Radio Adelaide, listener? Yes. 8303 $26 concession. Or just 52 if you're not concession. Well, that brings us to the end of tonight's show. Good night, everybody. Next up, BBC. The Indian government has responded to last month's deadly attacks in the city of Mumbai.